Welcome to the White House Family Spoken Novels Podcast, episode 399. Today we're reading chapter 39 of the novel, All the Bishop's Children, book 2, by Daniel Y. III, with his wife, Marika White. It was going on 2 o'clock Sunday morning when DJ came in from taking Jennifer out on a date. Rosalind was curled up on the couch waiting for him. Mom, what are you doing up? Is everything all right? DJ asked in surprise. Yes and no, Rosalind said grimly. Have a seat. DJ sat in the chair next to the couch, facing his mother. DJ, why didn't you tell me? Tell you what? About Marsha Granderson. He took her mother calling me after 11 o'clock and leaving a message, insisting that I return her call, no matter how late the hour, to tell me her daughter was two months pregnant and that you are the father. Now don't deny it because they have no reason to lie. From what Mrs. Grandison told me, Marsha has been having morning sickness for the past month. She tried to hide it, but you can only hide such things for so long. Anyway, Marsha finally told her the truth. Are you going to tell me you knew nothing about it? Mom, I didn't know. Honest, I well now you know. If you keep doing what you're doing, then what do you expect the outcome to be, Rosalind said. So what are you going to do about this child? Abort it too? A cold shiver ran up DJ's spine, causing him to flinch. He looked away. How many girls out there are possibly carrying your child, Rosalind asked. Look at me, boy. Well, you can't answer that, can you? DJ remained silent. Whether you like it or not, you and your siblings have a reputation to uphold in this community because of your father's position as Bishop of Love and Peace Apostolic Church. You can't go around impregnating girls. You can't bring that kind of shame upon your family name. Were you thinking about that when you tossed the bag with the condoms on my bed? Or when you were fooling around with Reverend Dorset? DJ wanted to voice his thoughts, but he remained silent. I'm waiting for an answer, Rosalind said. I can't even get mad, even if I tried. I'll have to talk with Marsha and see what's going on because she never said anything to me about this, DJ finally said. Please do, and whatever you decide to do, just remember, two wrongs never make a right, Rosalind said. DJ went to his room without answering. Well, have you spoken with Marsha about this, Rosalind asked DJ, a couple of days later in Dwight's presence. Yes, and, Rosalind said, she's going to keep the baby, Dwight said. How did you let that happen? I couldn't believe it when your mother told me. I thought you were more responsible than that, Dwight said. DJ heard the pain and disappointment in his father's voice. Well, what's done is done. It's one of those things in life we just have to accept and go on with life as best we can. I'm sorry, Dad, DJ said. Show me how sorry you truly are by doing the responsible and mature thing and taking care of the baby and not leave it all on Marsha. You say you want to be a man? That's what real men do, Dwight said. Okay, Dad, DJ said. I'll be a real man. I blame myself for this happening, Dwight shared with Rosalind later that night. What do you mean? If I had been firmer with him, if I put the switch to his behind more often, rather than talk, if I had kept up with his whereabouts, then I believe this would not have happened. If I had put the fear of God in him, Dwight said, you can't blame yourself for any of these children's misdeeds, Rosalind said lamely as she remembered tossing the condoms on DJ's bed. 
To date, she had not said anything to Dwight about the abortion and had no intentions on doing so. As they grow older, they have to begin taking responsibility for their actions. It's not on us anymore, especially when they refuse to listen to you. Dwight sighed. I don't think you're really hearing what I'm saying. Rosalind remained quiet as they both settled down for the night. They enveloped themselves with their own thoughts, thoughts that robbed them of a peaceful night of sleep. DJ was hit with a surprising revelation later that week that left him wondering about the dynamics of his family, but which also spurred him on in his promiscuous lifestyle. Thank you for joining us for this episode of White House Family Stories. You may purchase a copy of this novel and any other Christian fiction books read on this podcast from Amazon.com. Now, dear listener, please know that God, the divine author of all things, wants to write a great story with your life as well. But first, you must give him the pen by trusting him with the life he gave you and surrendering your heart to Jesus Christ as Savior. Here is how. 1. Accept the fact that you are a sinner and that you have broken God's law. The Bible says in Ecclesiastes 7.20, For there is not a just man upon earth that doeth good and sinneth not. Romans 3.23 reads, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. 2. Accept the fact that there is a penalty for sin. The Bible states in Romans 6.23, For the wages of sin is death. 3. Accept the fact that you are on the road to hell. Jesus Christ said in Matthew 10.28, And fear not them which kill the body, but are not able to kill the soul, but rather fear him which is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. The Bible says in Revelation 21.8, But the fearful and unbelieving and the abominable and murderers and whoremongers and sorcerers and idolaters and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. 4. Accept the fact that you cannot do anything to save yourself. The Bible states in Ephesians 2.8 and 9, For by grace are ye saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is a gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. 5. Accept the fact that God loves you more than you love yourself, and that he wants to save you from hell. Jesus Christ said in John 3.16, For God so loved the world, that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. With these facts in mind, please repent of your sins, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and pray and ask him to come into your heart and save you this very moment. The Bible states in the book of Romans 10, 9 and 13, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Dear friend, if you are willing to believe on the Lord Jesus Christ for salvation, please pray with me this simple prayer. Heavenly Father, I realize that I am a sinner and that I have done some bad things in my life. For Jesus Christ's sake, please forgive me of my sins. I now believe with all of my heart that Jesus Christ died for me, was buried and rose again. Lord Jesus, please come into my heart and save my soul 
and change my life today. Amen. If you believed in your heart that Jesus Christ died on the cross, was buried and rose again, allow me to say congratulations on doing the most important thing in life, and that is accepting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. For more information to help you grow in your newfound faith in Christ, go to gospelightsociety.com and read What to Do After You Enter Through the Door. Jesus Christ said in John 10:9, I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved, and shall go in and out, and find pasture. Thank you once again for listening, and may God bless you until next time.